Gracie and you, Dominic. You know, when people ask me what happened, I've been doing in the city. I say you need to talk to Dominic Carter because you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league. And I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Download the 77 WABC app. And, of course, coming up at 45 minutes past the hour, the Chronicles of Dominic Carter. So here we are on this Friday, the first day of the month for July 2022. The January 6th committee, in a minute, and I'm telling you folks right now that to a degree my position is different than many of yours. But we will debate it. We will talk about it coming up in just a minute. But first, lower than low, lower than low, a thief on a motorcycle snatches an elderly man's dog right in front of him in broad daylight, and that's according to shocking video. The 75-year-old senior citizen, was with his dog Saturday in Ozone Park, Queens, when the suspect approached, and the guy's on like a moped motorcycle, and you see on the video where he starts petting the dog. He's buttering up the elderly man. So the gray and white mini pit bull, the dog's name is uh, Off-White, and he's really a puppy, less than a a year old. Then the suspect. Folks, I want you to think about this. An elderly man, 75 years old, his dog is probably his best friend. The suspect goes from petting the dog to picking him up in his arms, and then this, whatever you want to call him, revs the engine to make sure that the bike is ready to go in an attempt to take off. And so the elderly man literally tries to block his path in vain. But the suspect got away driving along the sidewalk while still holding the dog. And this is what it sounded like. Who does that? Who does that? And I wanted to start with that because it bothers me. Many of you know that I recently lost my dog. And so dogs really are a man's best friend. And to do this to a 75-year-old man in Ozone Park, that's one issue on my mind this morning. Another, 
I mentioned yesterday the contentious city council hearing this week on Rikers. And things are so bad on Rikers where gang leaders run the prison, literally run the prison, forcing inmates to fight each other for their entertainment. That's how bad things are on Rikers. And people are dying left and right. Left and right, Rikers Island. The feds need to take over. It's that simple. Yes, Adams is new in his administration, but they're not up to the job as as far as Rikers. You need a fresh start. So now let's get to January 6th. And, of course, we are taking your telephone calls, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. So I told you folks a long time ago that I call things the way that I see them, not based on what's popular with my audience as a radio host, but literally the way that I see them. So, number one, we would have to be in complete denial if we didn't believe that there's a strong possibility that the legal exposure for former President Trump is growing. You would have to be in complete denial. But now hear me out. Hear me out. 99% of these hearings were politics as usual, a complete waste of time, a complete waste of uh, live television time. But whether we like it or not, that changed this week. So up front, can we punch some holes in terms of the version of events from this uh, this former Trump aide, Cassidy Hutchinson. Yes. Yes. Tremendous holes. And I'm going to tell you what I'm greatly concerned about. But whether we like it or not, she has already hurt Trump to a degree in terms of fundraising, in terms of polling numbers. And some surveys, DeSantis of Florida is neck and neck, if not outright, ahead of President Trump. Now, here is what scares me about her testimony. And I just heard one of the callers, and he was right in Rita's show. It's hearsay. You can't be an expert witness when all you're giving us is second-hand account, period. That scares me. So apparently this top uh, aide told her what happened, and then she tells the committee what happened. Well, how do you know that this prior person didn't embellish the story? How do you know that factually reciting the the version of events that he got it completely right. Now, maybe he did. Maybe he did. 
but maybe he didn't. But the fact of the matter is, no matter how you look at this, President Trump has been damaged. And we'll see if he can uh, uh, overcome this. So Trump is accusing her of living in a fantasy land. And he's describing her, and I'm about to go to your telephone calls, as a social climber um, and discounted her allegation that he lunged at a Secret Service uh, agent. And so he laughed off uh, some of the um, suggestions by her that he tried to overpower his protective uh, detail and drive the presidential SUV. And he did make a, a, a valid point. And when he said these guys lift 350 pounds, I don't. And so I want you to first listen to what Mr. Trump is saying in a Newsmax interview responding. And then I'm going to come back and I'm going to just play a a little bit of what Miss Hutchinson also has to say. So first, former President Trump in a Newsmax interview. This lady yesterday, there's something wrong with her? Is there something wrong? She said, I jumped from a car and I started strangling. Think of this. I started strangling a Secret Service agent who I know very well. I grabbed the steering wheel of a car uh, that said that I wanted guns at my rally. I didn't want guns. I have to speak too, and I don't did, want guns did you for grab anybody. The steering wheel? Is that? Is there any truth uh, of to that? Of course not. Is that ridiculous? In fact, the Secret Service came out and said that this story is totally false. Well, I I, I don't recall the Secret Service uh, coming out publicly and saying that the story is uh, totally false. It's been sourced to media uh, outlets, but no one is on the record. There is a big difference between a sourced story and someone that is on the record. I see all of your calls. We're about to start with them, but I want you to listen to Cassidy Hutchinson in terms of her allegation. But again, so understand my point clearly. President Trump has been politically damaged. There is no doubt about that. But it scares the hell out of me that this woman's account of the highly inflammatory matter is secondhand. She was not there. When Bobby had relayed to him, we're not. You don't have the assets to do it. It's not secure. We're going back to the West Wing. The president had very strong, very angry response to that. Um, Tony described him as being irate. The president said something to the effect of, I'm the effing president, take me up to the Capitol now. To which Bobby responded, sir, we have to go back to the West Wing. The president reached up towards the front of the vehicle to grab at the steering wheel. Mr. Engel grabbed his arm said, sir, you need to take your hand off the steering wheel. We're going back to the West Wing. We're not going to the Capitol. 
Mr. Trump then used his free hand to lunge towards Bobby Angle. And Mr. when Mr. Renato had recounted this story to me, he had motioned towards his clavicles. Okay, let's start with the uh, telephone calls. Jacqueline in Brooklyn. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. You know, from the opening, the first few words that you stated, I have to ask you, are you drinking the Kool-Aid that the guy in Forest Hills is serving up to the other guy that claims to be his brother, real or from another mother? (laughs) Hey, Jacqueline, I, I, I have to be completely honest with you. Listen, President Trump has done a lot of good things, and he's made a couple of mistakes. But if we're going to stand here and say that he has not been hurt by this, then we're in complete denial. Well, let me let me ask you, what are, what are the polls that you're referring to? Because I always go to who is doing the polls, because they're always skewed. Well, that 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 is a good point. But as of right now, DeSantis is doing quite well. Uh, but according and- to what poll? I don't have the poll in front of me okay. right now, uh, okay. to be to be honest with you, Jacqueline. But you see, we we can't say. I'm just going to make this example, right? So some of you um, may may have supported former President Obama, right? We can't conclude conclude facts based on whether or not we like the person. It just doesn't work that way. And and again, with the fundraising, the it, it's already been indicated that the president, now maybe he can recover from this. I don't know what the truth is. I wasn't there. But again, it scares me that this woman it testified basically to hearsay. And, 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 and people will say, first of all, she's 25. So she doesn't have uh, wisdom and maturity. At that age, 25-year-olds think they have wisdom and maturity. But 25 years from now, she'll realize that she didn't have that much wisdom and maturity. And also, from what I understand, you always, you always have to ask, yes, she's testifying under oath. But it doesn't matter if she's lying. Oh, it does matter. It, it does matter. matter. It does matter. Be- because when, no when, when you're testifying under oath, if your story doesn't add up, the feds are coming. Well, you you have to, I mean, just common sense alone. People have made very good points. It, it has to be what she's saying, as has been pointed out, is hearsay. She wasn't there. She has had her legal expenses, I'm sure, as sure as I'm speaking with you now, paid for by this kangaroo court that has, I, I mean, they've they've been floundering like a fish out of water. So, so all right, so, so I agree with you on that point, Jacqueline. So you're telling me before I move on, it sounds like that you're such a supporter of the former president that none of this can be true. You no, can't. Dominic, I Go am ahead. a supporter of him, but I, uh, it's not so much that I am extreme supporter of him as... I'm not buying what this administration has been dishing out and doing for the past two years at best. I, I don't That's think it, I don't think I don't think any of us are, Jacqueline. But is it possible? Is it possible that some of this can be true? Anything is possible, Dominic, but is it likely? I don't think it's very likely. Fair enough. Who, who fair, has fair the most to lose? You always have to ask that question. Who has the most to lose? 
Donald Trump does not need to be president. He never needed to be president. It, but it's about redemption. It's about it's about that he feels or he stated publicly that something was stolen from him and he wants to prove the establishment wrong. But Jacqueline, as always, I thank you uh, for the call and I haven't had any Kool-Aid uh, this, this, this morning, but I thank you for the call. Let's go up to Boston. Let's say good morning to Jennifer. Good morning, Jennifer. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hi, Dominic. Um, thanks. It's always a pleasure to hear you and Jacqueline, who always brings her a game. She's a wonderful caller and she's very bright and so and well spoken. So I thank you for always hearing us. Um, I I was told a couple of things. First of all, I heard a statement released directly by the Secret Service this morning. It was read on a national talk show. Do, do you remember what it was? Because I haven't I haven't seen no, it any. Willing that no one asked their men to go back. They're willing to make their men available to go in and be sworn uh, and give testimony under oath at any time. Um, right, but see, but see, but that's not dealing with the substance. If I heard you correctly, uh, Jennifer, that's not dealing with the substance of the allegation. And I don't think, well, but, 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 but we'll see. I, I don't think yeah, the Secret but, Service yeah. is going to comment on the, the substance of the allegation. Yeah, but they're not going to. They, they commented that they had already said that they were had um, that they didn't agree with the testimony that was given. And that they were uh, basically confused why their men weren't asked to go back up. You know, in other words, once they got this new information, supposedly, why didn't they want to interview their guys? Right, because because the committee members know that the Secret Service agents would never tell. See, this is what I mean. Wait, 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 Jennifer, I'm going to give you your say. I'm going to give you your say. Just give me one second. What, What I'm trying to say here is that anyone that's ever been around the Secret Service, and I worked around them quite a bit, the 88 campaign, all the other different presidential campaigns, any agent that that ever came forth and testified or 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 gave bad information about a president, that's the end of their career. Now that is the reality. It does not matter what what the statements are saying. Let, let it, now now if if an agent and Jennifer, I'm going to let you speak in one second here. If a Secret Service agent goes on the record and says that, then that's a different story. But a statement and source stories doesn't pass the smell test. Go ahead, Jennifer. Well, to me, as usual, President Trump is put in a no-win situation because of these demons that call themselves Democrats. They care. These people on this select committee, mind you, this woman was not able to be, for lack of a better term, crossed by anyone. Her testimony was not questioned for a second, not a second. And, and that's that's a valid point. That's a very valid point. She did a lot of this, and I would listen to a constitutional lawyer say this, especially that she was probably already given a guarantee her testimony not to be brought up on charges by this committee. I wouldn't do it for a minute. If you notice she did a lot of something to the effect of something to, there was a lot of vague recall there, and that gives her a lot of leeway with perjury charges. Um, if you notice how often she said that sort of thing, um, something to the effect of, as I recall, it was nothing. And again, it's all third, fourth, and supposed. And you know, this is her fifth time testifying. And suddenly, with a new lawyer 
after she was egged on by another young woman and Jeff Sessions' lawyer, suddenly she has all sorts of new information. And anyone that doesn't think that this woman knows that she can get herself a seven-figure book deal, perhaps a um, very likely a contributing commentator on CNN, MSNBC, whatever. Um, it's all people don't care anymore about the greater good. And that's the one thing I'll give Donald Trump. Like Jacqueline said, we needed him as a country a lot more than he needed the position. He gave his salary, and you know what he got for it? Nothing but hurt and hostility. And if you don't like mean tweets, I, you know what? I'll leave you with this. Jacqueline. Country, oh, Jennifer. <laughs> you, yeah. meant, you mentioned Go ahead, Jennifer. I just got to wrap no, this up. Go no, ahead. So my whole thing is I would much rather look at I have family members, Dominic, that are sick. And they can't afford their supplements, their medications, their caregivers. Jennifer, your your phone line is breaking up, so I, I I do have to move on. I'm I'm so sorry, but I but I think that everyone uh, heard loud and clear your perspective on this matter. We are discussing this week in terms of uh, the bombshell testimony, uh, but so my point is that President Trump has been damaged. But it scares me to death that the most highly sensational allegation is a secondhand account of what she says somebody else told her. So does the other person have the story factually? Does the the other person embellish? We know how gossip works in politics and in in offices and in the white house as well and so you know i'm i'm just i'm just not sure but there is no doubt that the president has been damaged uh by this dominic carter here with you talk radio 77 uh wabc we are going to be taking all of your calls and uh, we'll be right back, but we're going to go to Parkchester, Ridgewood, New Jersey, New Hampshire, the Bronx, Brooklyn, Westchester, and Queens. Talk Radio 77, Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And we are back talking about January 6th, and we're going to go right back to the telephone calls, lots of calls. I want to hear what you folks have to say. Uh, I see some calls on the uh, dog uh, that was uh, taken from the 75-year-old man. As a matter of fact, let's go. let's go to that call first before we get back to January 6th. Michael in New Jersey, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Yeah, don't get angry. 
because I'm going to change my topic because I have some very, very important information for you. And this will settle this whole argument with what they said Trump did. I have, as far as one person telling the other, okay, here's, here's the way it goes. This is the God's honest truth. I have a nephew who knows a guy who knows a guy that dated this girl. He dated her. And he told my son, my nephew's friend, that you buy this girl two Big Macs and a fries, and by the end of the night, she'll put out for you. I I almost, first of all, even if that's accurate, Michael, what does that have to do with a testimony? You're saying that she heard this from somebody else. Well, I heard this from my nephew. My right. nephew's friend knows a guy that right. you, you don't. Her. You don't need to repeat it again. I, it, it, you no. know, it's kind of offensive. No, yeah, because he, what she said is offensive. She did. She wasn't there. She didn't see. She heard it from somebody else. Well, I heard from my nephew this this story, and he told me this is the God's honest truth. Okay, I, now for the third time, I've heard you when you said it. When you said it the first time, there's no point to keep saying it again. But I, I do want to ask you this, Michael. What if things did go down the way that she said they went down? And what if she's accurately quoting the person that told her the story? I believe her and I believe my nephew. If you could believe her, why don't you believe my nephew? Because Michael, you don't want to believe my nephew. Michael, 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 you're calling up here and you're telling me that if you buy the girl X amount that she'll do X. And and you want me to take this seriously? I mean, take her seriously, Michael. Come on, man. You want me to take this? Is my Friday? Are you you really want me to take this seriously? I am a pro- professional journalist, and and you're going to call up here with that type of information, and you want me to take you seriously? When the fact of the matter is, I should have cut the call after the first ten seconds. Come on, man. Let's go to uh, Joseph in Parkchester. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Yeah, two things really quick. First, with regard to uh, the January 6th uh, in Washington, you know, I want to remind everyone that you know, while the taxpayers are paying for this uh, you know, kangaroo court uh, and all of its uh, you know, propaganda value uh, through the mass media, there are still over 700 ordinary working people who are being held in abominable conditions in prison in Washington, D.C. Okay, but Joseph, what does that have to do? Listen, it's rather unfortunate that the people are being held in prison. What does that have to do with what we're talking about right now? I'll tell you. Just quickly, please. Okay, okay. What, what, What we're witnessing now, again, you're witnessing the power of the state combined with the power of the media to institute a total total clampdown on all political dissent that deviates from the narrative coming out of the media and from the DNC. Okay, that's now, fair enough. That's fair enough. Now that, okay, now that being said, you know, you cannot rely. I mean, I'm talking to anybody in the audience who thinks that the Republican Party is a vehicle to rescue this country from extremists and Marxists that really want to turn this country into a totalitarian socialist dictatorship. That's nothing short of what they want to do. Okay. If you think the Republican Party is a vehicle to stop that, you are deadly mistaken. All right. Because when Trump was in office, you have to remember he was in the Oval Office for four years. 
four years. Right. And his own party, well, he, he had a veto-proof majority in both houses for the first two years of his administration. And what did the GOP do? They blocked immigration uh, reform. They blocked uh, his attempts to normalize relations with Russia so we're not throwing away literally trillions of dollars on a defense budget overseas that could be used here at home. Again, everything on his, uh, his electoral uh, platform that he campaigned on, particularly immigration, everything was stymied and okay. hindered intentionally by the GOP. I hear so you, Joseph, that, and, and, and I thank you. No, 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 Joseph, you've gone on too long. I have a full bank of calls. You can't give me a litany of five-minute conversation, and it's only an hour show. Let's go to Han in New Jersey. Good morning, Han. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Thanks for taking my call, and I really enjoy your show every night. Thank you. make my points Thank you. Uh, very clear. You had said the minutes early when I think when you speak to Jacqueline about the President Trump or former President Trump is being damaged uh, based on uh, testimony by Ms. Hutchison to the committee. I completely disagree on this because if if – if this is exactly damage to him, then I think that maybe he should look back when he was running for president and he had, I think it was NBC or one of those exactly channels that he had run the boss talk, the locker room talk with Billy Bush and how he's basically talking or his approach towards women. And if that was really that damaging to him and he still did manage to win and become the president of the states, I think this should not do exactly any harm to him. Okay. All right. Well, that 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 is – thank you for the call. That is a uh, a fair point. That uh, That is a fair point. Let's go to Alona in Westchester. Good morning. What's on your mind? Well, i got to tell you something, Dominic. Uh, I'm so stressed out with everything going on, the man that they, that they took his dog – you know, and what's going on with this hearing. I had to go to McDonald's and get a fries. And I'm so Uh-oh. careful about my weight. Uh-oh. Now, you see that? Uh-oh. <laughs> That's what I had to do to feel better. <laughs> I, I, Hey, Alona, I, I feel you. Mm-hmm. But um, um, I, I'm really, really trying to uh, watch my weight and change my diet. And, you know, I got to watch the carbs and I can't eat yep. bread and I can't eat rice and you know, all of these That's things. So so terrible. I feel you. I feel you. You got stressed out. Oh, my God. And I, I hope you got the small fries. I absolutely did. $2. Are you kidding? But back <laughs> to the uh, – <laughs> so back to this thing. I, I just – this is how I feel, Dominic. I, I just love you. You're awesome. Thank I, you. I, my, my gut feeling is that I, I, I feel bad for this girl because uh, I, I think she's just saying what they – you know, like hearsay, so I'm not going to get in trouble. And I, you know, how many times have they accused Trump of everything, right? This and that and that and this. When you have the Secret Service ready to stand up for Trump, that means a lot. And I know he's not, I know she's lying. There's, okay, but wait, no wait, 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 wait. You, you said, I, I missed your point. You said when you're the Secret Service, you stand up. I didn't hear what you said. They're standing up. Yeah, they're saying that Trump never did this stuff. Trump never did this stuff. And now he's got the backing of what? The Secret Service. Right. Well, we'll see. I, when when something's sourced, you have to take it with a grain of salt. But so, but listen, look at all. Look what's going on out there. Everybody wants to to get Trump not to to yes. run again. There is no there is no doubt about it. And the, the media he is, he is the, he is the worst nightmare for the media 
because uh, he does not play well with with the media. And he'll tell them, um, and perhaps rightfully so, how stupid he thinks they are. And, um, you know, the media is determined, the fourth estate, that he will never return to the White House. But we'll see. We'll We'll see. Alona, I hope that you enjoy those fries and don't don't eat them um don't eat them um too often. Carol in Queens, good morning, Carol. What's on your mind? Yes, hi. Um I've been kind of shocked and been listening open mouthed here. And I just wanted to say a couple of things. Wait, 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 wait. Carol, Carol, what are you shocked yeah. at? What are you shocked at? Well, I'm about to tell you that, but I wanted to pass the compliments before I forgot. Okay. The gentleman who called up with a thick accent and Jacqueline before, I I love both of them and I love their ideas. Um, I cannot believe that you have repeated a million and one times that um, Donald Trump had done something wrong. He was in some kind of trouble. Wait, wait, whatever, wait, whatever. wait, 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 Carol, wait, wait, Carol, please stop. Tell me when did I say that one time tonight? Oh my God! You did it several times. No, you I did it. not. I said he's in, in that he's been damaged politically. Not damaged in any way. That's your opinion. The the, well, po- the polls show different. The fundraising no. shows different. Have that opinion. Excuse me. I said most people with half a brain have that opinion. He hasn't done everything. The swamp has gone after him yet again, and he's going to rise above yet again. But it's such a waste of taxpayers' money. Now, I I agree with that. But, Carol, what what I'm shocked about is, um, and and I I consider myself uh, a strong supporter of Mr. Trump because I simply disagree and say that he's damaged politically, you you have your mouth open. I mean, I'm not. I'm not supposed. I'm not supposed. Hey, Carol. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a cheerleader of any politician. Any politician. Obama. I'll call it for what it is. Trump. I'll call it for what it is. I mean, you know, it. it I, I, folks, we can't reinvent facts to fit the narrative. <laughs> That we want it to fit. But, Carol, thank you for the call. I always enjoy uh, chatting with you. Let's see here. Let's go to Robert in Philadelphia. Good morning, Robert. What's on your mind? Always good to talk to you, Dominic. Although, again, I mean, this is cool. I, I disagree with you. I disagree with your premise, you know, I, but I love your show, dude. Um, but well, anyway, thank you. I don't – I think that what you're looking at with um, the polling and – the fundraising is a snapshot, but as soon as this is resolved, okay. hey, and Robert, it will be resolved. I, I'm going to let you make your point, but I want to ask you something. Prior to this, was Mr. Trump invincible in terms of his path towards the Republican nomination? Invincible? Yes. No. Okay. Well, he, in my opinion, in my opinion, he was. In my opinion, he was the nomination. Well, he, the nomination he had a lock on it. Does he have well, a lock I, on the nomination now, or is DeSantis right over his shoulder? Right now, well, this, I, I, I'm cool with DeSantis being right over his shoulder. That's not a bad thing. Okay, it's okay. 
But I'm, I think that what's going to happen is DeSantis is going to wait till 28. Trump deserves this now. The American people see what's going on, and they see that even people that don't like Trump saying this is ridiculous. They keep going after the guy. He's going. They're going to pull him over the finish line on the sympathy vote, Dominic. You're looking at a one day. You're looking at a snapshot right now, and you know how fluid politics are. Yes, he's going to be fine politically. I don't okay. think this is may- going to damage. May- maybe, him, maybe with the Republicans, but what about independents? Um, with independents, he's always been dicey. He's been up and down with independents just because of his personality. I think he's going to be fine. I think, but you can say one thing, Dominic. He will be the most vetted president yes. <laughs> in the history of the country. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Well, have Robert, I, I, have I, I, I have a great weekend, a great fourth from Philadelphia to Indiana. Let's say good morning to Cindy. Good morning, Cindy. What's on your mind? Hi, Dominic. I, I hate to be a broken record, but I kind of agree with all the past callers um, about just about him being damaged because he's been damaged ever since he came down the elevator, according to the poll. No, no, that's not true. That's not true. The comment that he made about uh, Mexicans, uh, while it's very reprehensible, when he made that comment, I said, this guy is headed to the nomination into the White House. And why? Because so so he wasn't damaged at that point. He was building, 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 and that's how he emerged uh, to to win the nomination. But now it's a different story, as we just said. I mean, I'll let you finish, Cindy, in a second. As as we just said, we all know that the media is not a fan of uh, Donald Trump's, and the media uh, has not been able to stop him in the past. Um, but I, I am concerned that what this woman is saying amounts to hearsay. Please continue, Cindy. Okay. Well, I guess all I've heard is that he's, he's I, I don't know, damaged. Is that maybe the word? I mean, when the Access Hollywood came out and all all these other things, all the, the two impeachments. Fair point. I, I mean, point. the guy is doomed. They're saying he's doomed. But the voters are are the yeah. I, the, you're right. I, so I didn't I I'm didn't saying. say I didn't say he was doomed. I said he was damaged. No, no. I, when I'm when, not saying when a person is politi- politically damaged, they can recover uh, relatively quickly. And the Access Hollywood tape, to your point, Cindy, is an excellent one where Mr. Trump recovered, and so you know he was able to. Uh, ride through the storm, and he was uh, elected. Before I take a break, let's go to Ann in Manhattan. Good morning, Ann. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Mr. Carter. Mr. Carter, this man is a malevolent force. He is certifiably a psychopath. He is, does not have the temperament to be president. I'm amazed at the callers who come, who are calling you who are in such denial of, of the truth. Um, it's just mind-boggling. Mm. He, well, he does not have the temperament to lead this country. You saw what he did in the four years that he was a leader. He has the polarization. In, 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 in the four years that he was a leader, and I think he did a lot of good things. Oh, did you? I think he did a lot of bad things. Like what? We're going to like be what? suffering for like, many like years what? to come. Like what? Many years. Well, look what's, what's happening in the Supreme Court now. I don't agree with it. 
Okay, but okay, but but Ann, and I've got to take a break. But wasn't it commonly known before Mr. Trump was elected that the next president would name at least two Supreme Court judges? Was that commonly known? Of course it was. Of of course it was. And so the truth is, Ann, thank you for the call. See, this is the problem. Democrats chose to stay home, and Mr. Trump was elected. He resonated, he connected, and you can't complain. And this is the problem that I have with some of my Democratic friends. Oh, Dominic, you know, uh, 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 we weren't feeling Hillary. Well, if you wasn't feeling Hillary Clinton, look what happened. You, You stayed home. Trump won the election. Everyone knew the next president would name two Supreme Court justices. So to Mr. Trump's base, he did exactly what he said he was going to do. And in fact, had that list uh, that he had released publicly of the potential names of, of uh, judges. We are going to take a break. When we come back, the Chronicles of Dominic Carter And I see all the calls. I'm going to get to as many as humanly possible. WABC. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. And uh, as I said uh, on the program last night, the shooting of the 20-year-old woman, um, in Manhattan, she was pushing her baby. It was clear that it was a crime of passion or that someone knew her to shoot this woman in the back of her head. So police are still uh, looking into the situation. No arrest uh, as of yet, but they have a person of interest. They want to question her, uh, the father of her child. So we will see how that uh, plays out. Jeff in Jersey City, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hey, Dominic, uh, we might not always agree, but you have the guts to take every caller, no matter what their their, their opinion. And I, I, I have and to, I, I, uh, and Jeff, I, I will always do that. Um, I see I see the sentiment of the caller before I take it. And I'm going I will always take the calls. You know what? You you got a level of professionalism and courage again to to be able to deal with that. And even me now, you know, I I I have an opinion that's not going to be like everybody else. That's why I come on here to to air it. And um, the lady that testified, I th- this seems to be um, there's an expression. Truth has a vibe. You you probably heard that, Dominic, in the neighborhood. And to me, the vibe coming from her is not truthful, and it's almost like. Um, I have uh, pity for her, and I just want. And I wanted to say one other thing, Dominic. And, and again, this is not something that everybody likes to hear. And again, for you being an African American kind of reporter, what happened in the Capitol that day was the murder of Ashley Babbitt, and the, the officer. It was a black officer, Officer Bird. Uh, he was interviewed by by Lester Holt on television, and they just let him off the hook, Dominic. If you watch that. That man executed her. And you know what I think sometimes that we owe black folks uh, a lot of stuff because of our history. And you know what? A lot of black, white people got away with murder. 
Well, we got a long way to go, but this is one guy that got a black man that got away with murder. Uh, he murdered Ashley Babbitt. So, like I said, he's one that got away with a murder, one black man. Uh, we I, have a long way to go before I, we can catch up. I um, don't know the full circumstance. I mean, I know what happened, but I can tell you this, Jeff. If I were doing the interview, the same way I'm being honest with you folks this morning, telling you that President Trump is politically damaged, I would have gone after the officer with everything that I had in terms of a cross-examination because the American people need need to know, and as far as I'm concerned, have a right to know exactly what happened uh, as it relates to uh, Ashley uh, Babbitt. She became an afterthought of all of this, and it's just horrible. But, Jeff, thank you uh, for the call. Let's go to Michael in Ridgewood, New Jersey. And, of course, coming up at uh, 1 a.m. this morning, Frank Morano and the other side of midnight on this July 1, 2022. Good morning, Michael. Good morning, Dominic. Go right ahead, please. I believe Mr. Mr. Trump has to speak up in his own defense, barge into the meeting, take the oath, and tell them exactly what had happened. No, that, what he had left, that, that, the Secret that, that, Service detail must go to the hearing and tell the whole truth. That's and not going to happen. Truth, what happened. That's not going to happen. I, I, I wish that it would. But in my opinion, we will never hear from the lead agent, the, what's, what's called the body man, uh, the lead agent in the Secret Service, where the body man is always the guy that's the closest to the president, that's the guy that snatches the president if something goes wrong. Um, you, you know, I, I've always been impressed, just a little side note here. So whenever the president is is walking the rope, the Secret Service, they're so good at their job, right? So the agent, the, the body man is standing right next to the president. Several agents are there. But what you don't know is that there are four or five agents. So you have the public on the other side of the rope. They're standing right behind the the supporters that are shaking the president's hand. So if anything goes wrong at the drop of a dime, someone that looks like they're there attending the rally will snatch you up so fast you won't know what happened. And it's coming from behind you, not in, not from the agents in front of you. And so the Secret Service, there's a reason why they're called the Secret Service. And for lack of a better term, they do not kiss and tell, no matter what. And so I don't envision a situation where the lead agent, this Bobby agent, is going to testify. I just don't see it. And so sourced information from the agency means absolutely not. As a matter of fact, it says to me they got something to hide if it's sourced and not an official statement. Whenever something is sourced, Someone has an agenda or they have something to hide. Period. Linda, Long Island. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Okay, Dom. I really think this is my fault because I told you I always agree with you. Uh, I definitely don't agree with you tonight. Um, There was, I don't know, it was on your station. I can't remember who said it, but it was an expert, someone who knew who was actually knows the car and he was in it and it's, it would be impossible for for him to 
you know, I don't, I don't think Linda, that, that, Linda that, that, that's a great point. I do not believe that it was the beast. The vehicle that the president uses, uses, and they fly it all over the world in the C-130 cargo plane. It's normally three of them. And you are correct, Linda. It would be impossible from the place of what, but I don't think that they were in the beast. It would be impossible for any president in his seat in the beast to reach the agent in the front row of the beast. That would be impossible. But I don't believe, I'm, I'm not exactly sure that they were in the beast at this time. So you do raise a very uh, good point there. Let's see here. Let's go to Debbie in Cranford, New Jersey. Good morning, Debbie. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Since I can't see, I, I go by voices. Um, I think this girl, when she spoke on a monotone voice, I think someone drugged her. Maybe she's under drug hypnosis or something, and they, and they brainwashed her to say that. Mm. Well, I, I find that very hard to believe, Debbie, but I thank you for the call. Dennis in Queens, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hi, it's a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you. I want to say two things. First, I believe the premise of your conclusion that Trump is damaged is wrong. The premise is that if the Secret Service was subpoenaed to testify before the Democratic Committee, they would lie. That is much less likely. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Dennis, wait, I'm trying to follow you. You said if the Secret Service were subpoenaed to testify... They would lie. So lie. I'm sorry. Go ahead. That's your premise. No, no, that's what you. Oh, oh, what I'm what I'm what I'm no, Dennis. Okay, you tell me looking back in history. Have you ever seen a Secret Service agent testify under oath, uh, making an American president look bad? Tell me one example. Okay, now you're just proving that that's no, 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 Dennis, Dennis, tell me one example. It's never going to happen. Right, right, right. Of course, you don't have an example. No offense, Dennis. I know what I'm talking about. I'm not just talking for the sake of talking. I don't do that. You will never find an agent that's going to come out. Now, who knows what's going to happen in the future, but you will never find an agent that's going to come out and make an American president look bad by revealing something private. The Secret Service does not do that. So I'm joined now. We're going to go right back to your telephone calls. I'm joined by Frank Morano, the other side of midnight. Good morning to you. Good morning, Dominic. So what do you make of this um, situation with this woman and uh, and uh, President Trump? And he says that, you know, basically she's out of her mind. What do you what do you? Well, I thought initially uh, her testimony was very damaging to Trump because this is not somebody that's a Democratic apparatchik or uh, somebody that has an axe to grind, presumably against Trump, because she was Mark Meadows assistant. She was a part of the the, you know, the Trump team. And so I thought her testimony really was very damaging initially. But then. When you see the Secret Service uh, being willing to testify that what she's saying isn't an accurate version of events, and then more information comes out that she was looking for a job at Mar-a-Lago, it it does two things. One, it leads me to think, okay, maybe there's maybe her testimony is not as uh, 
as resonating as I initially thought it was. And two, I think it goes and shows the importance of having a balanced presentation here. I mean, when you only have one side I agree with putting that. on uh, an argument, of course it's going to look damning. I, I think, uh, and that's what it is. It's almost like Donald Trump's third impeachment trial. And it's not to say that there's not a lot of truth coming out of it, but I'm now I'm taking everything with a little bit of a grain of salt, to be honest. Fair enough. What do you have coming up this morning? Well, it's Friday, so we're going to do Ask Frank Anything in the first hour. we got denunciations coming up in the 3 o'clock hour. And uh, a lot of people have taken umbrage with uh, all of the uh, pro-Putin and pro-Russia guests that I've had on the show. So we are going to have somebody on that has a very different point of view, uh, Dr. Charles Kupchan from the Council on Foreign Relations, professor at uh, at George Washington uh, or Georgetown. He also was an, a veteran of the Obama White House. He's going to join me. And then because it is a summer weekend, a holiday summer weekend, we're going to talk movies and maybe some legal stuff with Debbie Schlussel, who is, in addition to being a conservative activist and an attorney, she's also a film reviewer. So we'll have some fun with her as well. I look forward to the show as always. Thank you. Let's let's take as many calls as we can. BJ in Queens. Good morning. You're talking to Frank and Dominic. So the Secret Service was smeared uh, by this woman. She has no uh, basis in fact. Uh, it's a long way to 2024, and the only people that were hurt by this committee is Liz Cheney and Kitzinger. Uh, because they're going to be on their way out the door come November. And it's uh, without without Donald Trump, uh, Mr. DeSantis is going to have a tough time uh, running for the big the big ring. So he needs Trump. So I don't know, Dominic, you you have a shiny uh, crystal ball, but it ain't that shiny, pal. Sorry. <laughs> well, BJ, uh, you have a right to disagree with me uh, when I say that Trump is damaged somewhat. Um, you, you folks, you, you can, I knew that the position I'm arguing is not popular, but the reality is that the truth is on my side. He's already been damaged in terms of polling and fundraising with top Republican, uh, fundraisers. Let's see here. I've got, no, I better not take another call because, um, I'm sorry, because, but we're out of time, but listen, Frank Morano, great show. It's coming up right now on this January, January, July 1. Frank Morano, I'll be listening to you. Folks, have a great 4th of July, and I will see you again next week, and we will continue this debate at that time. Dominic Carter, Talk Radio 77, WABC. ABC.